Working when you have a fresh burst of inspiration. You know, those times when, you know, stuff just hits you and you have to like grab your a notebook and a pen to take notes. You're listening to Side Hustle Pro, the podcast that teaches you to build and grow your side hustle from passion project to profitable business. And I'm your host, Nikayla Matthews Okome. So let's get started. While COVID-19 is having an unprecedented impact on the economy, companies like Gusto are still building tools to support your business and your people through the ups and the downs. Gusto offers modern, easy payroll, benefits, and HR to small businesses across the country. They were even named Best Online Payroll by PC Mag. And as a listener, you'll get three months free when you run your first payroll. Sign up and give it a try at gusto.com slash SHP. That's gusto.com slash SHP. Hey, hey guys, welcome, welcome back to the show. It's Nikayla here with another isolation quarantine episode special. So how are you guys doing during this whole COVID pandemic and quarantine anyway? Let me know, hit me up on IG or in the comments or just email hi at sidehustlepro.co. Would love to know how things are going for you. If you have a side hustle or business, how they have impacted it, how you're bouncing back, all that good stuff. Um, as for me, I told you last week that I have been easing my way back into working on the podcast and my programs, as you know. So lately, it has been this awesome period of reflection, going down memory lane and revisiting all the side hustle principles that helped me when I was a just certified side hustler. Because when I was working full-time at NPR, and working on Side Hustle Pro on nights and weekends, I lived a completely different lifestyle than the one that I lived once I became a full-time entrepreneur. And that's not to say that either one was easier or better, but each time the balance was different. And now that I have this new full-time job of being a mom, the side hustle mindset is coming back to me and it's it's just more, more important than ever before. So I decided to share some of my tried and true techniques that have that have helped me over the years to be a side hustle queen who gets her ish done, okay? So here are my seven tips for getting things done when you do not have a lot of time. That is the key to the side hustle life. I get it. We all do not have a lot of time. We are all busy for a myriad of reasons. So now let's get into these tips and I really, really hope that you apply them and that they help you because they really help me and they're helping me to get back into to work mode um, now that I've had a kid. So tip number one. Some of y'all may already know this. You may have already heard this one, but it is so important. It's worth repeating. I've made it number one. Tip number one is you have to focus on one thing a day. What do I mean by this? So instead of writing your to-do list, like many of us love to do, many of the guests share that they love to do, I have a different spin on this, okay? Instead of writing a to-do list filled with seven to 10 things that you want to get done for the day, really do an audit of that list. Narrow it down to the one most important thing you need to get done that day and only focus on that. That's right. I said, 
Only focus on that one thing. You might be saying, all right, but Nikayla, I'm queen of multitasking. I can get multiple things done. What do you mean one thing a day? How will I ever accomplish anything? Just doing one thing a day. I got to do this. I got to do that. Pause. Pause. Just try it. Because my question to you is this. Be real with me. How is it working out for you now? How is it working out for you? Is your current process working or is there room for improvement? If there's room for improvement, if you're listening to this episode, I encourage you to try out this process. Because if you're finding that you're setting these big goals, but not achieving them, it's time to narrow down that list, force yourself to only do one thing. For example, I often um, want to respond to every single email in my inbox. I also want to run some errands. I want to record an episode. Today is one of those days, for example. I, um, you know, I've just, we finally got the baby settled down in for the day and I need to run to the post office to ship something out. I also need to, you know, grab something from CVS really quickly. However, the most important thing on my to-do list is record an episode. So that is my one thing for today. The other things will get done somehow. I know it. They always do. But when I focus on getting that one thing done, the major thing gets done. And since the most important thing is the episode, I'm going to pause the errands. I'm going to allow my inbox to accumulate and I'm going to handle my episode outline and record it. And what I found about this tip and this practice is that it keeps me focused on the right things. It keeps me centered on the actions that move my business forward. If you have a side hustle that you want to generate revenue from, that means you have to focus on the revenue generating activities. And usually those activities require so much focus that things that you really want to do have to fall by the wayside. And I don't say really like you're dying to respond to emails or you're dying to do these other errands you have to run, but it's going to require you to get uncomfortable in and, and having areas of your life where you're not winning, where you're not an A+. And that's something that I fall out of step with sometimes. But when I really get back into my grind, I get back into that being comfortable with not being um, an A+, in every single area mindset. So the great thing about doing the hard thing, the biggest thing, oh, and, and by the way, I try to make that one thing the hardest thing, right? The thing that I'm kind of dreading, but I know needs to get done. So when you do that, once it's done, it's done. And you can make room, you know, you can even just have a light test the next, next day because the major thing you need to get done that week has been done. You knocked it out in the beginning of the week. So your turn. Focus on only one thing. Try it. Let me know how it goes. Let me know how this week and your focus this week changed from last week. Okay, now let's get into tip number two. So tip number two is... Don't waste time beating yourself up for not getting things done. Just recalculate. Um, a lot of times when we get into the zone and we're like, okay, I'm going to do this. As soon as we mess up, as soon as we get into an unproductive zone, it, that zone might last a day. It might last several days. It might last several weeks. And the reason it will last several weeks is because you allowed yourself to beat yourself up. You allowed yourself to wallow and you cannot, cannot do that. Um, you just simply, you can't. Like the, what has worked for me, this tip of not focusing on what I didn't get done has been extremely helpful. It's almost like I put on the blinders. Like I pretend it doesn't exist. I'm like, all right, um, you know, let, let's recalculate. So 
It's bound to happen. You set that one goal, that one thing you want to do for the day, and it doesn't get done. Instead of crying about spilled milk, your bounce back game has to be really, really strong when you side hustle. You have to be ready to rearrange that schedule, move everything around. Do not, do not, though, try to then do things do two things the next day. Okay. We're still sticking to our one thing. So that means you're going to have to shift everything over a day. So let's say the thing that you meant to do on Monday, you didn't get done. That moves to Tuesday. The thing that was supposed to be for Tuesday moves to Wednesday and so forth and so forth. You'll still end up having to do the things you were meant to do. They're just going to be a little bit delayed. Move everything over a day. This will allow you to get your ish Done. And it also will keep you focused enough to do things on its designated day. Because when you're tempted to skip doing something, you're going to realize, oh, if I don't do it today, then I got to shift everything over a day. Or this deadline is today. If I don't do it today, then I got to, you know, do it. It's going to be an extra day late because now I got to do the thing I didn't do yesterday and, and so forth and so forth. So think about it. When you make a wrong turn, does your GPS tell you to pull over and beat yourself up because you made a wrong term? No, no, not at all, right? It just recalculates. Same thing with how I want you to approach the side hustle life. If you don't get something done, recalculate. Do not for one second spend time beating yourself up, okay? Tip number three, work in the environment that makes you the most productive. So, Everyone needs a different type of environment to be productive. Some people like it really quiet. Some people need that noise that to hear that energy around them of a bustling coffee shop or something. Figure out the circumstances that make you work at your highest capacity. So is it a certain nook of your living room or inside a home office that you've created for yourself? Is it inside of a closet? Is it, you know, in your kitchen, even the bathroom, wherever it is, find what that productive zone is for you, especially now that we're in, indoors, it's even more critical that we figure out what that nook in our home is going to be. And then I want you to analyze even more. What are the conditions present in this environment that make me feel most productive? Was it the stillness of a certain hour, the light coming through the window, or just the fact you can't hear anything, or the fact that you can hear things, or, you know, the, the acoustics of that particular room? What is it that made it a place where you could get work done? And what else did you do in that place that helps you to create that sense of productivity for yourself? Did you make yourself a cup of coffee and sit there? Did you start playing a certain type of music? Pay attention to all of that. And here's why. You might not always get to be in the same exact environment all the time when you need to side hustle, but do your best to set aside time to do your work in that environment or create that environment. Know what you need to do to create that environment. So when you can't physically be in that environment, whenever you need to do work, then try to recreate that environment in other places when you can't be in your number one. So that's why it's important to look for the trigger that makes you feel like you can be productive in that environment. Just 
and and look for that trigger and then bring that trigger to the other places where you're trying to recreate that environment. So for example, I love sitting down with a cup of tea when I'm getting ready to, you know, focus. Like that is like a trigger for me. Like, all right, it is, it is time to focus. I sit down with my cup of tea in my pretty little mug. Like, you know, I like to, to be surrounded by pretty creative looking things. And that just makes me feel like I'm in a creative space and not in my tiny closet office that I've created, right? I could easily be feeling like, oh, I'm just in a cramped office with lots of boxes, but I've created a space with curtains. I'm actually, I'll show you guys my space uh, when I finally finish decorating it. But, you know, I make, I have curtains, I have some artwork and I have, I have a diffuser and I brought in my coffee mug. So do what you need to do to create that environment. Okay. Hey guys, it's Nikayla here with a quick word from our sponsors. If you have turned your side hustle into an official business, you're probably starting to see that small business owners, we have to wear a lot of hats. And some of those hats are really fun, but some like filing taxes and running payroll, for example, are not so fun. That's where Gusto comes in. Gusto makes payroll, taxes, and HR actually easy for small businesses. Fast, simple payroll processing, benefits, and expert HR support all in one place. Gusto automatically pays and files your federal, state, and local taxes so you don't have to worry about it. Plus, they make it easy to add on health benefits and even 401ks for your team. Those old school clunky payroll providers just weren't built for the way modern small businesses work. But Gusto is. I've even had Side Hustle Pro guests rave about how essential Gusto has been to their business. So let Gusto wear one of the many hats in your own business. And remember, Side Hustle Pro listeners get three months free when they run their first payroll. Try a demo and see for yourself at Gusto.com slash SHP. That's Gusto.com slash SHP. This episode is sponsored by Skillshare. The online learning community is offering our listeners two months of free premium membership. Explore new skills, deepen existing passions, and get lost in creativity with classes from Skillshare. Right now, Skillshare is such a great resource to have so you can stay inspired, express yourself, and connect to a community of creatives with fascinating classes on topics like how to start a business online, e-commerce essentials, email marketing, and so much more. You can also take non-business classes like drawing or writing, and that can be a great way to help manage stress, practice mindfulness, and feel connected to one another. I recently took a Skillshare class called Context is Key, Social Media Strategy in a Noisy Online World, and I just found it so valuable as a refresher on creating a channel-specific social media strategy for my brand. So as you can see, Skillshare offers classes designed for real life and all of the circumstances that come with it. Creative self-discovery and expression can settle your mind. I know it does for me. And spontaneous acts of creativity can help break up the routine of a day indoors. So Skillshare short classes are a perfect fit for that. And you'll create real projects and get the support of fellow creatives who provide encouragement, communication, and inspiration. So explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash Side Hustle Pro, where you'll get two free months of premium membership. That's two free months of premium membership at skillshare.com slash side hustle pro tip number four 
also work during the time when you're most productive. I have recently had to flip this, right? I used to be most productive in the morning or the afternoons when I was initially side hustling. Now with my baby, I'm most productive at nighttime when he goes to sleep. So just like you have an environment and conditions that foster your productivity, you also have certain windows of the day when you're the most productive. And it's up to you to decide what that is. So like I said, I have more clarity right now in the evenings when he's asleep. I don't have to think about his next move, what he needs, uh, when I'm pumping, all of that. I, I have mental stillness and clarity come over me and my schedule is more relaxed. When I was side hustling at NPR, it was a different story. I wanted my as much of my evenings to myself as possible. So when I wasn't recording an episode, I would try to do the bulk of my work during lunch hour or immediately after work. So this also includes working when you have a fresh burst of inspiration. You know, those times when, you know, stuff just hits you and you have to like grab your uh, notebook and a pen to take notes or grab your phone and like quickly start jotting down a note to yourself. If you have the ability to stop what you're doing, stop what you're doing during those moments and spend a little bit of time working because those bursts of energy and inspiration are priceless. They are clutch and they will also help you to move your side hustle forward. So capitalize on those moments. Now, I eventually, I'm still working on making mornings my, um, my most productive time, but haven't quite accomplished that just yet. So stay tuned. I'm still not a 5 a.m. girl, though I am up at that time with the baby. I am not a, a work at 5 a.m. type just yet. I'll let you know if that changes. Tip number five, write down your why. So one of the things that I did a lot when I first started side hustling was I always used to write down my dreams. And I'm getting back to that now. I would have notebooks, just scattered pieces of paper all over the place where I would just, you know, sometimes we would do these exercises and write down where do we want to be. And I still have those pieces of paper and I still have those entries in my notebooks and I've kept those notebooks. And it's amazing to look back at those things because a lot of those things have come true. When I've said, I want to start the podcast, that was initially a dream written down on a piece of paper. I want to, you know, have this amount of downloads. I want to interview amazing, inspiring women. I want to be on TV. I want to everything, everything that I can possibly think of. And those things actually come true, y'all. They actually come true, not by some miracle, but because once you put it on paper, you're more likely to work towards it. And you have like that anchor in your face whenever you go back to, why am I doing this? Why am I up late at night? You know, why am I um, going through this mundane routine? It feels like I'm doing the same thing over and over again and not seeing results. You look back on your why and it really, really just gives you that extra push. So your reasons, your why, that's going to be different than someone else's. It's going to be different than my why. It's going to be different, okay? But still make it a point to ground yourself and remind yourself what your why is over and over again. You can even record audio notes to yourself so you can listen back to yourself and be reminded in your own passionate voice, right? And this goes back to, to when you get a burst of inspiration, record yourself talking through that idea that just came to you because it is, there's nothing like listening back to yourself in a moment when you might be down or you might be lost or you might be, you know, just having a, a block, a mental block and just feel stuck. And you listen back to the passion in your own voice talking about what your why is, that is going to really get you 
going. And this was extremely helpful for me in times when I was frustrated or wondered what was the point of me working on something when I could just be, you know, watching TV after work, like every day, like what, why am I doing this second job every day? That those audio notes that I did, those notebook entries that I did were really, really helpful. Tip number six, evaluate your progress regularly. So the reason I also write things down is because you are able to look back and see your process. Also, I would keep my daily action items somewhere where I can see it, whether, you know, there are times when I would use a physical notebook, there are times when I would just use my phone calendar, whatever works for you. So currently I'm back to liking using notebooks or, or a physical planner and I just really like setting it out and I like writing in pencil. So instead of seeing like a whole bunch of crossed out pen entries and, you know, just I, I feel like a cluttered um, anything creates a cluttered mind. So a pencil, though it's not perfect, allows me to kind of have a clean slate when I have to move things over rather than seeing things all crossed out. So that's what I like to do when I use a physical notebook or planner. And be sure you are looking back over the things you checked off. Um, take inventory at the end of the week, at the end of the month. How much did you get done? When did you get it done? What worked? What didn't work? And the productive feeling you get when you get in the zone and you see yourself checking off goals consistently each week, checking off action items, that is going to propel you to great heights. That's going to put that battery in your back to keep going, knowing that, okay, I'm in my zone. I'm going to accomplish any goal that I write down um, because you also get a sense of what are realistic goals. You are getting a sense of how you need to break your goals down so you actually get things done. I'm a big proponent of just focusing on one thing, focusing on, on even trying to do one hour a day is going to propel you forward. And when you see what happens when you stay consistent and check off your one thing a day and how much you accomplish with just one thing, you're going to take it seriously. So you're going to come back to me and you're going to be like, Nikayla, you were right. I, these, these seven to 10 action item to-do list, they just are not the way. I'm telling you this works. You're going to take it seriously. You're going to do your one thing a day every day though. That's the key. And that one thing a day is going to add up to many things a week, a month, a year, and so forth. So last tip, tip number seven, create milestones to keep you motivated. This was one of my favorite, favorite parts. So I'm a dreamer. I love to daydream about where I'm going to be. I visualize myself on TV multiple times before the Today Show ever called, right? So I am that type of person. And I like to write those things down because it keeps me motivated. And I'm not talking about like just, um, just results or, you know, accolades or anything like that, but milestones that you want to reach. So things I also wrote down were things like, I want to create my own online course. I want to pitch sponsors. I want to book sponsors for the show. I want to speak at XYZ conferences. I want to be on a major TV show. I want to save this much of my earnings. I want to earn this many downloads, whatever your milestones are. Again, it's going to be different for you, but set those milestones, write those milestones down because they will keep you motivated. You know, when you hit one, you're like, okay, all right, now it's time to try to hit this next one. It keeps you going. This practice 
keeps you looking forward to something. This practice keeps you ambitious and not complacent. And also, this practice allows you to celebrate your wins rather than taking things for granted or downplaying your accomplishments. So let's recap all of these tips real quick. Tip number one, focus on one thing a day. Tip number two, don't waste your time beating yourself up for not getting things done. Just recalculate. Tip number three, work in the environment that makes you most productive. Tip number four, work during the time when you're most productive. Tip number five, write down your why. Tip number six, evaluate your progress regularly. And tip number seven, create milestones to keep you motivated. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you have any more questions about how I was able to side hustle while working at NPR for two years, then quit my job to work for myself as a full-time podcaster and marketer, I created a program that teaches you how to level up your side hustle in 12 weeks. It's called the Goal Getter Action Plan, and you can get it over at sidehustlepro.co slash goalgetter. I walk you through how to set realistic goals using a 12-week cycle process and how to break it out month by month, week and day. I also share strategies of how to ensure you don't get stuck in that rabbit hole of overthinking and analysis paralysis because we do not have time for that. We have to break out of that. So this action plan will get you on your way to establishing a real routine that moves your side hustle forward. This is the process that has worked for me now for over four years. I still use it to this day. It still gets me on the right track whenever I fall off and need to recalculate. Um, one thing about this process, it doesn't involve anything complicated. It's not rocket science. It's all things you are capable of doing but haven't been doing. It's excuse and procrastination repellent, okay? There's no nothing you can do to not succeed at this if you truly Listen to all the modules, follow all the steps. It will get you together in a realistic way. So definitely check out the Goal Getter Action Plan over at sidehousepro.co slash goalgetter for details on how to set up your own 12-week sprint process to manage your side hustle while working a busy full-time job. And this process literally saved my side hustle life, is um, literally saving my life right now. And it's also encouraging me at a time where I feel sometimes like, I, I don't recognize myself, you know, I'm like, how do I, how do I get back? And like I told you last week, I'm not getting back, I'm shifting. But this goal getter action plan is allowing me to shift gracefully because it provides you so much room to do things in a realistic way and give yourself grace and still get things done. So I love it. I love it. I love it. And I, I can't scream it from the rooftops enough because that is, that, that's, why I'm, I'm able to do this. All right. So there you have it, guys. I hope that this episode was helpful for you and that it will contribute to you living your best, most productive side hustle life during this COVID isolation and beyond. Talk to you next week. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Side Hustle Pro. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other side hustlers just like you to find the show. And if you want to hear more from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Side Hustle Pro. Plus, sign up for my six-foot Saturday newsletter at sidehustlepro.co slash newsletter. When you sign up, you will receive weekly nuggets from me, including what I'm up to, personal lessons, and my business tip of the week. 
week. Again, that's sidehustlepro.co slash newsletter to sign up. Talk to you soon. 